0: Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 114 and it is Tuesday, March 27th, 2017, 2018. Whoa! I'm going back in time, you know, because I'm the Flash. I have the Speed Force. I can travel through time at will.
1: Codex Flashpoint or something?
0: Yes, Codex Flashpoint. Is that
1: going to be awful? um probably is that gonna get is that are we gonna land a director and then he'll quit six months in
0: (laughs) yeah probably we'll get six directors at the helm they'll all quit for various reasons uh but yes uh i am your host victor omoyo and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair carl bird what's good
1: everybody what's going on kyle
0: yes uh welcome Welcome, Kyle, to the episode, episode 114.
1: Welcome, everybody. Damn.
0: Yes. Uh, Tuesday, March 27,
1: 2018.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we we got some things to talk about. You know, we're just two weeks away from WrestleMania 34 um, and NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Um, And
1: the WWE Hall of Fame. Just the whole weekend in general.
0: Yeah. Yeah. WrestleMania weekend, man. Uh, Hall of Fame, it's it's fine you know until until wwe uh actually constructs an actual hall of fame and has an actual voting body then the hall of fame is not quite as reputable as uh some fans might believe it to be but it's still cool to see you know the old heads come out and celebrate their careers
1: that... yeah i would i would love to have a hall of fame like a hall of fame building cuz i would definitely go but i mean still like it's still cool and I always love the stories. I always love listening to the old tell the best stories. Oh yeah. Like you don't ever you don't ever just like sit around the best one sit around your drunk uncle. When he's drunk, mm-hmm. just listen to one of his stories. The most hilarious shit's ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true, you know.
1: Remember that little Tekken challenge? Q won't be here this week. So apparently Kyle has beat <laughs> Q mm-hmm. has beat Quincy Thomas in their Tekken challenge.
0: Oh, okay. Really? Right on. Right on. Have you gotten better in Tekken? Uh, about the same. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, it's, I, no. it's, it's been over. It's been a month since I've borrowed uh, your copy of Tekken Seven and Injustice Two. Yeah. No, st-
1: you ain't playing them. Give them shits back.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I'm still halfway through the storyline of Injustice Two. All
1: right, hurry up and finish. Just hurry up and finish that.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to get through that as soon as possible. Uh, Tekken seven you can have back you know i've had my fill with that game it's fun as it is um they do have a hall of fame building where it's
1: in new york i think probably no i think he's thinking the warehouse uh they might as well just make that into the building yeah they got all the stuff there
0: yeah you might as well i mean what's i mean all that all that uh wrestling memorabilia like the eco pro banner they managed to break that out for pro, yeah. for, for for raw like well because if month. you
1: go back to the first episode of raw there was a big eco pro banner right there
0: mm-hmm. yeah I mean, she- yeah if they if they can go through all that effort to uh to get that dust dusty banner out then they should have the resources to build a you know hall, hall of fame at this point um i don't know if I don't know if we'll see the Crispin Wa exhibit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like what? Is, like what is there? It's just uh, the confetti.
0: Yeah, probably the confetti and uh,
1: bloodstained confetti. Triple H was blood bleeding that that in that, uh, that match. So.
0: Oh yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah, yeah, wrestling. Yeah, well, we got a bit of wrestling talk. We'll we'll get into uh, uh in a bit um for now we're gonna talk about you know stuff we've been up to and we're just gonna be pretty much uh winging it yeah
1: yeah (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah let's let's just get it out in the open you know you know some episodes some sometimes you know you know we just want to you know spend some time on the podcast with y'all so uh we're just going to be winging it this week so with that said what you been up to carl
1: literally well, like, the past couple of days, I've been kind of, like, under the weather a bit. But, um, so I've been watching a lot of The Office.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Like, I'm really mad at myself that I did not watch that show during its initial run.
0: Hmm. Is that good?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just showing you clips before. Like, Jim's always pr- Like, Jim is always pranking Dwight. hmm Like, you know, there was one prank where he took all this stuff from his desk and put it in the vending machine, so Dwight, so Dwight had to pay for it Yeah. <laughs> to get out. There was another one. Well, they didn't actually show it, but he um, he said he did it where he was, like, he was complaining to Michael, who was the regional manager, and he was like, yeah, I've, he made me smack myself in the in the face with my own phone. Mm-hmm. He's like, that actually took a lot of effort to do. It was like, every time he left, I put nickels inside his headset, mm-hmm. in his phone, so by the time he got he used to the weight, and then one day I just took them all out. <laughs> so 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 because he's so used to the weight, he end up smacking himself, smacking himself in the face. Jeez. Um, Michael versus Toby is hilarious. Like my, of course, Michael the regional manager played by Steve Carell, and he hates Toby who's the HR rep. Mm-hmm. And oh damn, what's going on, Jeanette? I haven't seen her seen you in forever. <laughs> um, yeah. So he just like hates him every time. Like Michael tries to do something fun, like. Toby's, I almost said John. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Who happens to be watching? Mm -hmm. Toby, like, always just ends up, like, killing it. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was to the point where, like, Michael hates Toby so much. He was like, if I was in a room with Hitler and Bin Laden and Toby and I had a gun with two bullets, I would shoot Toby twice.
0: (laughs) Damn. That's maximum hatred.
1: It is, but it's, like, at its best and it's hilarious.
0: Mm. Nice. How many seasons of The Office are there?
1: Nine. Nine.
0: Wow, it's been around for a minute.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't even know how long the UK version lasts.
0: Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's that's cool. That's yeah. a, and it's on Hulu. Netflix. Netflix. Okay.
1: All nine seasons.
0: Nice. Yeah. What else? What else have been? What else has been new?
1: Um. Still playing the Batman Telltale game. Um. Hmm. Do you actually plan on playing it?
0: Mm, probably not.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I watched the first episode of Krypton. Don't see that show lasting more than a season. Mm. No. Me, honestly, okay, yeah, Krypton. It did come on after Raw last night. Mm-hmm. I literally just walked by the TV, <laughs> noticed it, and was like, "All right, whatever." Mm. And continued working. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's on a sci-fi network. I don't. I still don't. I still haven't found anything to like to not like trust anything that comes out of the sci-fi network
0: well i heard that um that show happy was really good which i still haven't seen yet i think it might still be available on demand via verizon so i do want to watch that show because it does come highly recommended um
1: i think eddie actually said it was pretty good
0: yeah so the christopher maloney yeah yeah um but what about uh, the Batman Telltale game?
1: Yeah, um, like where I'm at in the game is that um, Harvey Dent becomes mayor, but yeah, he was, all, he was burned by the children of Go- by the Penguin and the children of Gotham. So he's mm-hmm. like, he's starting to deal with the, um, I guess, the, um, the bipolar that right, he has. Yeah. So um, and then he actually ended up having Bruce Wayne sent to Arkham. Mm-hmm. The children rock. Um, bl- uh, they drug Bruce Wayne and they send them to they send them to Arkham. And also Oswald Cobblepot is uh, running um, Wayne Enterprises.
0: Wow, that's a quite quite the twist.
1: Yeah, hmm. yeah, it was kind of weird because they're saying like Oswald and Bruce Wayne like grew up together. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't necessarily remember that, remember that from the comics. No, but yeah, Bruce, but yeah, Oswald Cobblepot has an English accent mm-hmm. and he's like skinny. So he looks more like Copper Pop from Gotham mm-hmm. than like Danny DeVito.
0: Okay, huh? That's that's an. So interesting I mean, but take. the game
1: you do get caught into it. Um, you do you do really do yeah. I can't talk this shit. I'm tired as hell. <laughs> no, you really do get into it. So I actually do recommend. Um, you do play you do play it. It mm-hmm. was it was free last month on a PlayStation Network. Yeah, I think this month's net free game is Knack.
0: Uh no, this month is uh, Ratchet and Clank, and Bloodborne. You know I did want to play Bloodborne. Oh, you should play it. It's worth downloading. But wait, do you have PlayStation Plus? Yeah. Oh yeah, get it. It's worth it. Bloodborne is that was my favorite game of twenty fifteen. You need to play that game. And I it's, still
1: haven't finished Horizon Zero Dawn.
0: That's fine. You can you can you, you can download Bloodborne and play it when whenever you can. At least get it when it's still free. You have a week to do so. Really? Yeah. I might as
1: well do it overnight. I might as well do it, do it overnight.
0: Oh, yeah. It's it's a great game. It's a great game. Um, I like it more than Dark Souls. Really? Yeah. Just faster combat and just a better, like, a, a, it's it's a better storyline, <laughs> better said, like, atmosphere.
1: He said, Kyle says, well, a new free game. Yeah. Do you know if Xbox does gives out free games?
0: I'm not sure. Um, I don't know, but um, but yeah, I know this month is still Bloodborne and Ratchet and Clank for the PS4. So get them when you still can, man. All right.
1: Usually, don't they announce like what's going to be next?
0: <laughs> um, they usually announce it the day before uh, the new month arrives. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I know unfortunately, um, uh, Sony's no longer supplying free games for PS3 users. So that's too bad.
1: Why are there still PS3 users? Around? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They've been they've been supplying free games on the PlayStation Plus network. Yeah, it's been that's that's why I've been able to you know dust off on PS3 on occasion. You why know?
1: haven't you traded that in yet.
0: Why would I? Why would I trade in my PS3? Well, I mean,
1: not, I, well, I still have my well, I have my father's PS2, mm-hmm. which I plan on. All I need is like controllers and uh Controllers and um, the AV cables. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to the toy vault and balling out.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Definitely
1: uh, getting Def Jam and Fight for New York. Yeah. Yes. And I... Fight for New And first one.
0: Oh, Vendetta. Yeah. I want to play those games so much again. Man, I, I got to get those games. Oh, yeah, now that you remind our, me.
1: We did have Freddy a couple of Freddy cups ago.
0: Yeah, I remember you, you did mention that you guys played that still fight got for New it. York.
1: It came back to me and I still got it. Yeah, man. I was a beast with Joe Budden.
0: Mm-hmm. Method Man, Ghostface, Buster Rhymes. Uh,
1: Buster was, was nice.
0: Yeah. Omar Epps was even in the game. He was. Yeah. But Icon was Icon. trash, though.
1: I, oh, my God. I downloaded the demo on PlayStation 3, and, it was, and the only two characters you was able to play was T.I. and um, I want to say Big Boy from OutKast.
0: Sounds about right. Yeah.
1: It just didn't do it for me.
0: Nah, it was like, and then plus, like, sound was like a big theme of the game, where like, like the like the environment will pulsate, like vibrate. It was just. Yeah, it, it wasn't good. It was unnecessary. Yeah,
1: like it was one of those things where it's like stick with your, stick with what you know. Mm-hmm. Like they tried to leave the comfort zone and it just failed.
0: Yeah, it really did, and um, and that just shows you like the um the Aki Corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were the masters at, at wrestling games. Like I would love to see, I don't, I don't know if they're still around, but if they are, then I'd love to see them make a, a new wrestling game of some kind. Cause the, 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 their, their game engine was like perfect.
1: Yeah. But I think, I, I think what, it, what David Banner was a monster. He was all right.
0: Mm. Yeah. He wasn't I mean,
1: my favorite, but he was all right. Yeah. Um, Crazy Legs was a beast too, but, mm-hmm. um, being a bit biased, but, um, Damn, I don't saying. Yeah, WWE's just taking over like the wrestling game format,
0: though. Yeah, well, like more so like a two K games. Yeah, yeah, and those games, you know, I'm sorry, they're, they're not very good. Like I've, 2K I've, games? yeah, the the WWE two K games, they're not very good. I,
1: don't know, I see a lot of people play. I see a lot of people playing them. I used to have fun playing them. I think the last one I played was like two K
0: fifteen. Yeah, the last one I played was two K. I want to say two K thirteen or two K twelve, but like, I don't like the. The, the gameplay style with the analog stick, you know, using that, the right analog stick to execute moves, it's just awkward. And I know it's supposed to be more like a simulation, yeah but yeah, I'm not really feeling it. And uh, plus like the look, it looks generic too, each game. Well, what we used to do
1: back in the day though, with like No Mercy and stuff, we, no, in the Smackdown, in the Smackdown games too, yeah. was, we um we all created our own characters. It always took Raymond forever to create his. Mm-hmm. And we just made up a like made up a federation of our own. Oh, sweet! So but we would just like let the computer play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Every now and then we would play, but we would just let the computer. We just let the computer play and have at it.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, whose character usually ended up winning? Um,
1: it was a toss-up because I remember I was well, I was. Uh... Marcus and I were the last champions. Because mm-hmm. it was but it was when they did the brand split. Yeah. And um yeah, I actually I had one of the belts. Mm. I think I had yeah, I think I had the I had the world title. Mm-hmm. Marcos had the WWE title, and we're just like, Well we were best friends. <laughs> we just had our WrestleMania and we were both champs at the same time. Nice. <laughs> Hashtag Eddie Guerrero and Chris <laughs>
0: Oh man! It
1: was just like that. Obviously, it happened before they died. Before they died. But, oh yeah. Right. Yeah. It was just funny. It was a similar situation.
0: Hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. And
1: no mercy on sixty four is the go. I would. I would say it still is.
0: Absolutely. I. One hundred percent facts, Mister Kyle. Yes. No mercy. Still the. In my view, the greatest wrestling game of all time. Um, and then like. Probably close close to that would be either no SmackDown versus Raw two thousand six. That would be my number two, and then maybe SmackDown. Here comes the pain, pain as number that three. That was a good one. Yeah,
1: I would have to say I'm gonna go back a bit and say WWE. What was almost fun for its time.
0: For its time, yeah. yeah. Was
1: on and Attitude were fun for his time. Mm-hmm. But I would probably say um, Royal Rumble for Sega.
0: Hmm. For the... Is it the Dreamcast? No. The actual oh. Sega Genesis. Okay.
1: Now, we... Me and my cousin Joe, we had some fun times with that.
0: Mm. Oh, man. I remember um, the, uh, Monday Night Raw for the Super Nintendo. It, it was it pretty... It was Sega, too. They had Yeah, it. and Sega. It was pretty similar it was like, to like Yeah, Raw.
1: it was the same game. I think it was like the game right after that.
0: Yeah. Those were fun. They were like bu- pure button mashers. Like when you grappled, when you tied up with your opponent, yeah, you, yes, you so had like to like, mash the like, button yeah, and the that. meter.
1: Yep. Yeah. And then, um, remember Nitro and Thunder?
0: Oh my God, yeah. My <laughs> dad
1: had those. But you know what? Because I didn't have a lot of games and my dad bought those, mm-hmm. I had fun with it.
0: I did too. You know, like looking back, like at the time, I was like, "Wow, these games are all right." But then looking back now, it's like, "Wow, those games, those wrestling they games don't are trash." Up. Those
1: hold, they, they don't hold. They
0: don't hold up. Not at all. They like don't. the graphics are terrible. Um, the controls are awkward.
1: What was cool about oh. it though is that when you're in the character select, mm-hmm. you press like square, you get a little video. Yeah. But then in Thunder, <laughs> you can make them either a part of WCW, NWO, Hollywood, or NWO Wolf Hat. Mm-hmm. So just for the hell of it, I put everybody in the Wolfpack. <laughs> Wolfpack was popping at that time. They
0: they were. they were. They were red and black. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they had a crappy theme, entrance theme, though.
1: You know who did that theme, right?
0: Who? Sea Murder. Really?
1: Yeah. That theme, <laughs> that theme song was dope. This was uh, a nice, chill beat. It,
0: it was a chill beat, but it was just, it, it, you know, it, it just wasn't popping. No, it, it wasn't. Was. Uh, at least in my opinion, it wasn't. That, I think that was uh, shortly before No Limit. No Limit Records had that deal with WCW. You remember that? That was right. <laughs> <laughs> Master P. Oh,
1: my God. The No Limit soldiers that they
0: had. <laughs> yup. My goodness.
1: And shout outs to Kevin Lehman. He says we're his favorite podcast.
0: Oh, thank you, Kevin. Thank you. We appreciate that. But, man. ugh, Man, Nitro and Thunder. Those are some trash games. Oh. But you want to know what was a, even, what was even worse? Uh, WCW Mayhem that it looked terrible and played terrible.
1: Backstage assault
0: <laughs> That took a shitty game and made it even worse. It was like taking a pile of shit and then scooping more shit on top of that pile. Backstage assault it was, it, it was basically mayhem without the ring. Same gameplay and everything.
1: I didn't play it. I had like literally no interest in playing it.
0: Yeah, you you dodged a bullet. I'm like I'm like, why am I wasting my time with this bullshit? <laughs> but man, the I would say like the best WCW game was probably um, Revenge. Yeah, yeah, for N64. Yeah, and then
1: WWE just t- THQ went to WWE, and then yeah, Res- Mercy came out, and here we had.
0: Yep. Well, first it was WrestleMania 2000. I Yeah. Yeah. Then it was No Mercy, which perfected the formula.
1: WrestleMania X8 for the um, GameCube was actually fun. And mm-hmm. I actually, um, <laughs> we actually had a shout out to my cousin Mookie in Baltimore. We um, we was like, yo, we're going the distance. Mm-hmm. We're going to do an Iron Man match. But we actually went a full hour. Really? And a full hour just rem- just playing that one game straight. Damn.
0: Man, that must have been fun.
1: Oh yeah, it was. We still talk. No, we we still talk about it today. Nice. Like I'll just call them up, be like, "Yo, I'm like, yo, what's going on? Mm. Y'all remember that? Techie, that WrestleMania? <laughs> <18 match? laughs> that Iron Man match? Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do that with anybody else, though. Yeah. Just because, just because of the memory alone. Mm-hmm. I when TNA made, TNA game was, excuse the language, fucking terrible. I didn't even. Who made that game? It was a claim, wasn't it? No, because
0: no, Acclaim was out no, of business. business
1: right, you know what? I'm going to look that up. Or Mid- no, because Midway was out too. Yeah, you I don't know, even remember the
0: Yeah, TNA did make a video game. It was for the PS3 and the original Xbox, I believe. Oh,
1: my God. I'm like picturing it T- too, man. man. It was the, the graphics looked god awful.
0: Yeah, TNA Impact video game. So I'm looking it up right now on Wikipedia. It was made by Midway, actually. Close, yeah, close enough. Same yeah, people,
1: same people who played, who did Mortal Kombat
0: back in that day. Yeah, it was. It was actually for the PS2 and PS3 and 360. Like at, at first, when I heard of a TNA uh, game being made, I'm like, oh, that that should be interesting. You know, it'd be nice to see an alternative wrestling game on the market, right? But then, like, when the reviews came out, and I, and I saw gameplay, like, footage during reviews, I'm like, yeah, I'm not touching that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I swear. You know what?
1: If I hook up my PS2, and if I just happen to see that in the toy vault, mm-hmm. I'll get it.
0: Well, the, if the price is it's right. right. Like, yeah. Like, 10 bucks or less? Very less. <laughs> oh Yeah, 10 bucks might be a little much even then. But, uh, like, there was another um, wrestling game, too. Uh, Lucha Libre. Uh, it was a lucha libre wrestling game it was, for, it was for the ps3 i heard that was it had it was like a mixed bag for from what i hear but i i at least I, I like the concept of a lucha libre wrestling game even though i heard that it wasn't all that though um i, I don't
1: even remember it
0: no if you if you look it up i remember um conan he did some commentary for the game too but uh max moon yep <laughs> <laughs> but man Man, it's it's been a long time since we have had like a great wrestling game, man. Because those 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 two K games aren't doing it. I'm sorry, they're just not.
1: I haven't, well, I haven't played this years. I wanted to get it too. Mm-hmm. I still kind of want to get it. Yeah, like I know my cu- I have cousins who play it, so I'll play it against them. You know.
0: Okay. But
1: yeah, I haven't gotten around to play it. I did pre order my God of War though.
0: Ah, coming out April twenty seventh twentieth. Twentieth
1: comes out on four twenty.
0: Ah, four twenty. Oh yeah, for all the weed heads out there. That's literally yeah. what
1: the guy, what the guy at GameStop said. You just like when I go to pre order, I'm like, it comes out the twenty fourth. It's like, no, you should be. I'm like, you remember this? Comes out the twentieth. Uh ah, four twenty.
0: There you go. Yeah, that's gonna be my next uh, major game that I'll purchase. Um, Nick Thomas said uh, SmackDown, here comes the pain, was the goat as well. You know, I I'll agree with that. That's my that's my third favorite wrestling game, but here comes I'll the pain. Was I
1: put it number two? I yeah. put it number two after No Mercy.
0: Yeah, okay, that's fair. Like I I put two thousand Smackdown, SmackDown versus Raw two thousand six because for me that was like kind of perfecting the Here Comes the Pain formula. You know, plus they had better graphics too. But yeah, man, I had a lot of fun with those games. And but you play by yourself though. Yeah, most of the time. But you know, the thing was the thing is with with wrestling games they have like. Almost infinite replay value for me anyway.
1: Listen, it was uh, one of those, like... I think no, the first SmackDown I played. Do you know how many WrestleManias I have won at in my creative character? I think I went to, like, WrestleMania in the year, like, 2067. Damn. And I was just straight undefeated. Like, it got so boring. I was like, you know, I'm just going to lose just so I can, like, grind just to, like, win the title again. Mm. Wow, cause it was just straight pay-per-view just win after win after win after win after win.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I know it, it kinda gets boring, especially after you unlock everything too. I did. Yeah.
1: I did. I deleted the memory card <laughs> I deleted the <laughs> memory card icon mm-hmm. just so I can do it all over again. Wow. That's what's No, up. I did that for te- I did that for Tekken Three. Cause mm-hmm. then I remembered like if I did that then I lose my creator character. Mm-hmm. And all of his stats, like his his all his stats was like all the way up. Oh wow! Like I was literally just the most unstoppable black man doing a swan tom bomb. <laughs>
0: nice, <laughs> man.
1: But it was weird too because I was like I had the Rock's head, mm-hmm. his upper body, and the Hardy Boys' like, pants. Oh wow! <laughs> the white legs.
0: Huh. Nice. Yeah, those create those creator wrestlers were, we're pretty theme song. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Man, those creative wrestlers were pretty wild, man. Those were, those were some really cool... That was a really cool mode. And, you know, I was thinking, like, um, with uh, as far as wrestling games go, I know of, like, there's some creative fans, like, online. They've, they've created mods for No Mercy, where they just, like, update the roster with, like, the current current day rosters with a No Mercy engine.
1: I've come across those a couple of times. I, really, I need to see...
0: Yeah, like... I
1: don't know how they do that.
0: Me too. Because I know on, on YouTube, like, they have uh users who upload videos of, like, new rosters with the No Mercy engine. And it's like, you know what? I, w- I would like to get my hands on one of those mods just so I can play it. That'd be really fun.
1: Yeah, to search the black market or something?
0: Not really. Not necessarily. But, uh, but yeah, man. Wrestling games. I'm going to have to, like you, I'm going to have to hit up Toy Vault or maybe Time Capsule and maybe track down a couple of those old school games, man. Just ball out. Yeah. Yeah, so what else what else you been up to, man? On your <laughs> That's end? it. That's it. That's yeah. it. My life has
1: been boring this week.
0: That's cool. That's cool. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, thank you, Yemi, for joining us. Yemen M's. Yeah, man. And uh as for me what I've been up to. Well, uh today, uh being Tuesday. Tuesday's the day of new releases on Blu-ray. So uh, I went to damn. I went to Best Buy.
1: Up oh, here it is.
0: And I purchased
1: the fanciest of packaging.
0: Yes, yes. The, st- the Steelbook package, the Steelbook Blu-ray edition of Star Wars, The Last Jedi, which I was eagerly anticipating since the December 15th theatrical release. Did,
1: um,
0: what was I going to add? Oh, look at did this. Did you pre-order it? Nah. You didn't have to? Oh, no. It was like it was filled, filled with copies. What time did you go? Uh, Let me see. When, oh. Eleven forty five.
1: Okay, they were still open. They just opened, so yeah, you are. You were good.
0: Oh yeah, so I uh, so soon we f- got out of work yet. I don't think anybody was gonna get
1: out of work just to buy Star Wars on DVD.
0: Nah, it's like abundant, so it's like you know, you know, you you'd, you'd be hard pressed not to get a copy. But I went there; it was filled with a uh, Blu Ray Steelbook editions, as well as a four K Steelbook as well and i oh man it's this is just a beautiful steelbook as you can see for all of our facebook live users right now and i do have the steelbook edition of the force awakens so this is and
1: a the art books
0: and the art books so it's a wonderful compliment as you can see there you know the interior artwork features the scene from crate the salt planet um and it's, it's just beautiful. I, I love the color scheme. I love I love this film. Um, I mean, this film made me cry when I saw it in Jesus theaters. Christ, um, I saw it twice on the same day in theaters.
1: Yeah, you're still an asshole for that.
0: Oh, um, oh, I, 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 and I wear that proudly. I wear that proudly. Because when it comes to Star Wars, I'm not going to wait. I'm not, I'm not on any of my friends' schedule. I will go there and I will see it first in the morning.
1: No, but then you're supposed to experience it with your friends. It just makes your experience like so much better. And then talking about it after, not this, I'm going to get a head start shit that
0: you do. Hey, listen. I, listen. You're I'm, a dickhead. I am not a dickhead. You're a dickhead. I am not. Listen. I listen. Pull that
1: shit when we went to see Civil War.
0: Because I, I wanted but, to avoid spoilers. Then,
1: Did you, you didn't do it for Black Panther.
0: Well, no. And
1: still, wasn't the ex- wasn't the experience much better?
0: The experience was great. I don't know about much better. It was definitely better. Eh, you don't speak for me, but uh, but yes, the Last Jedi it is available in beautiful steel book. Uh, it, it, now at Best Buy, Best Buy exclusive. So please pick it up.
1: All right. Well, um, first of all, John Apog says, "Are you going to build something with all that steel?" <laughs> he has like an abundance of steel, but uh, steel. I, I I do. And uh Kyle says Star Wars is overrated. Debate.
0: Uh you know what? You know, Kyle is the biggest hater this side of the Mississippi, as we've has established on this podcast. Um you know
1: what Kyle needs to come on the show.
0: He does. We need to, we need to make that happen one day. Um I will say, uh Kyle, you are entitled to your opinion. Um, but uh I will say that you know the Last Jedi, it's a wonderful film. In my view, it's my favorite of the Star Wars films. Um, really? Yeah.
1: Even better than Empire?
0: I'd say so. Yeah, and I know that sounds like blasphemy to some of the more hardcore so-called real fans. The ones that say, hashtag not my Star Wars. Oh, this is not the way I would treat Luke Skywalker. Um, the Last Jedi is Um, to my childhood. Those fans can, you know, they can wank off for all I care. But you know what? The Last Jedi. It's 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 a work of art. I love it, and you know what? Um, I cannot wait to revisit this film again and shed a tear one more time. Oh, Jesus
1: Christ, dude! You saw it once already. I mean, you really need to cry
0: every time. I see. I saw it twice. You, you saw it twice already. Yeah. You... Uh, yeah. Um, all they did, all they did. Eddie says that with the sequel trilogy, all they did was redo the original Star Wars trilogy with a new cast. No, not true, Eddie. That's inaccurate. Check your facts. The Last Jedi refutes that very argument. Damn, you're
1: catching some. Whoa! Even John Haponic giving the throw up emoji.
0: John Haponic is a natural born hater, and quite frankly, you know he he lives to be a, a contrarian. John Haponic, I mean, he. Uh, he liked The Last Jedi, as far as I know. I, I think he saw it. So you know, for for John to do that, he's just trolling. You know, he's he's not stating his actual opinion. Um, I will ap- I will agree with John Haponics' puke emoji if we're referring to the prequels because the prequels are trash, and you know you
1: admitted you enjoyed them. At the, you know,
0: yeah. this 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 is you know. This was before the sequel trilogy came out, and this was before you know my taste in film evolved. High school, um, high school, and college, and you know, you know, the Star Wars, the, the the prequel trilogy is terrible. They do not hold up by any standard. Um, the sequel trilogy only makes the prequel trilogy that much more useless. Um, Kyle Chapman says Star Trek is leagues better. Debatable um like i said you know that <laughs> yeah i said it
1: um i don't know but you want to know so i have not i see more star wars fans than i do trekkies
0: nowadays yeah i mean star wars fans are much more uh at the at the public forefront i mean because when you look at the uh jj abrams star trek movies like the first star trek movie in 2009 that was that's still good into darkness eh, you can throw that away uh, Star Trek Beyond, though, was very enjoyable. I think it was kind of underrated.
1: John Aponix said that The Last Jedi was okay. Rogue One was better.
0: No. No, John. You shut your dirty mouth, okay? You, don't, you do not know of which you speak. Rogue One... I'm going to tell you something about Rogue One. Rogue One is what I call fan service the movie. Rogue One is a non-essential Star Wars film. It... it it, it 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 was a useless story. Do we really need to know about how the plans were the, for the Death Star were acquired? No. Um. The, the characters were they interesting? Yes, slightly at best. Donnie Yen's character. I would like to. Say, I would have liked to have seen like his character and his uh, sidekick like as like you know their own film. But since they died off in Rogue One at the end, spoilers. You know, it, it's it's useless. And then. The end of a uh, young young Princess Leia, which with that very questionable CGI, it, it was almost laughable. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. And then res- we've
1: seen worse CGI. <coughs> and, 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 Justice
0: League. Yo, Justice League is trash. But um, <laughs> but but resurrecting Peter Cushing in Rogue One.
1: Oh yeah, and then they like completely like fuck up his face.
0: I wouldn't say they completely messed up his face. Like it, you could tell it was CG. It was very distracting. Like they did not need to completely CGI uh, Peter Cushing's face. They could have gotten an actor who looked enough like Peter Cushing and had like a, had a good practical makeup job, and that was it.
1: Okay, so Nick Thomas said, and the only thing that the only thing the prequels did right was the Darth Maul fight. One of the best in Star Wars history. Darth Maul was a badass character. He mm. was and um kyle says jar jar binks is the goat trolling
0: <laughs> trolling that's a- a- absolute trolling point, yeah. <laughs> absolute trolling but uh but darth maul i will say darth maul looked cool um the fight scenes were banging the fight scene was the fight pi- the fight scenes were dope
1: I'll admit, i can admit that yeah i'm it, not a star wars fan at all i will mm-hmm. take indicate but yeah I, I would take ownership of that. But I thought the fight scenes were dope.
0: Well, the the Phantom Menace Lightsaber duel, Duel of the Fates, it was well choreographed and it had an awesome, you know, musical score. But Darth Maul was a nothing character as it turned out. And yay.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't you like Boba Fett? Mm-hmm. Boba Fett was
1: a nothing character.
0: Absolutely. He was in
1: the movie for what, five minutes? Mm-hmm. And everybody loves him. Yeah, everybody based off his look.
0: Yeah, strictly based off his look. The same thing with Darth Maul. People love Boba Fett for the same reason because they look cool. There's
1: one thing that I would like to have seen more of Captain Phasma.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Captain Phasma. I think there's an interesting story there. Maybe she'll come back for for Episode Nine and finish the fight with Finn. That'd be a nice. That would be dope. Yeah. Um,
1: I know she has a. I know she has the comics here. Oh, yeah. Marvel's doing it. I was controlled by Disney. Yeah. Everybody in Star Wars has a comic series.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um but but yeah, like I will say like the, the sequel trilogy, it's it's they're they're Disney is doing a great job with it. Disney and Lucasfilm, they're doing a great job with it so far. Um I am looking forward to episode nine, seeing how the sequel trilogy will the wrap
1: skywalker, the skywalker um saga
0: yeah how the skywalker saga and the sequel trilogy will wrap up um i'm not looking forward to solo a star wars story at all i am going to watch it for the sake of this podcast um rogue one you can throw away
1: i don't think so i don't think so rogue one was a cool experience like on a most rogue one was fine and like, it was cool to bring back darth darth vader for that
0: yeah, but it just felt so much like fan service. Like, remember Darth B- Darth Vader? Remember X Wings? Remember Rebel Alliance? Oh my God! Remember ATSTs? Remember this? Remember that? <sighs> no thanks.
1: I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it, but it was one of the. It's one of those. Is like, I have to be really bored to watch it again.
0: Yeah, because
1: it's on Netflix. And I'm just like looking at it. Like, cool.
0: Yeah. If I can go to the office. Yeah, it's one of those movies just like playing in the background while you're, you know, sweeping the floor or doing chores or something. Or Netflix and chill. <laughs> or Netflix and chill. Hey, that's.
1: Oh, episode. oh my God. <laughs> listen,
0: everybody go
1: back in your podcast feeds and listen to episode 11. It was N- 11, right? 19. 19. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Still my, t- still my number one favorite episode.
0: Yeah, the Netflix and chill episode. Yeah. That was fun. That was really fun. Um I came a long way since then. Um so yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, uh besides besides uh uh the by purchasing the last Jedi on beautiful steel book, um, I I reread, I went back and reread a favorite book of mine, uh, Fahrenheit 451 classic sci-fi dystopian sci-fi story by ray bradbury okay um i reread this in time for uh the hbo movie coming out in may which stars michael b jordan and michael shannon oh yeah and it, it, that looks that looks pretty tight yeah
1: you actually just reminded me of something i actually yeah. finally finished uh ready player One. Oh. okay a book that i bought like back last august because i still have the receipt in the book
0: nice well we'll we'll get into that in a bit um Fahrenheit four fifty one. Uh, for those who are unfamiliar, it's a it's a classic sci fi story, um, and it's about uh, this fireman named Guy Montag, and it takes place in a future where books are outlawed, and firemen are they actually start fires. So what they do is they raid people's homes and they collect contraband like like artwork and books in particular, and they burn them. P- they pile them up, and it's like a good old fashioned book burning just with flamethrowers. So, like, classic cl- classic books, like, contemporary novels all mm-hmm. go up in smoke. And so, Guy Montag, uh, he's a devoted fireman. He loves his job. Um, his wife is, is completely pilled up, and she, like, immerses herself in, t- in television. Like, she's just, like, all day, every day in front of the idiot box where, like, her TV – she spends time with her TV family. And... Um, and the and the whole and the whole story, like Guy Montag, like he, expe- he experiences an awakening. He starts to realize that okay, you know, there's something about these books. You know, maybe there's something to them. Maybe maybe I shouldn't burn them. Maybe there's something we can learn from these books. And he starts to get an awakening. He starts to smuggle books and read them sneakily. And uh, his boss, uh, Captain Beatty, who's who will be played by Michael Shannon in the HBO movie, uh, he's a guy who's. Um, Who's very he he you can tell he was very well read. Like he keeps quoting books, but he says that books are a danger, books are a threat. When you get people thinking, you know, then it leads to the downfall of society and all this. So it's like a clash of ideals, uh, sort of, like Guy Montag experiencing that awakening versus Captain Beatty's like zeal of why books should be burned. And it's a really it's a really interesting story about how like the whole how the not only the importance of literature, but also the the uh state of state of society where you know less and less people are reading and more and more people are like just watching TV or going on social media nowadays.
1: Yeah, it's so yeah. funny! Fi- it's so funny how you mentioned that because yeah. um on um, Charlemagne's uh Instagram, he put up a picture of like all the social media logos and it said weapons of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. And he said, literally because this is I was reading a book and I got distracted. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm like you know what that happens to me a lot
0: yeah man so i think i think and and you know it's it's such a sadness when you know reading this book it kind of reminds me of how less and less people are reading nowadays like you have people say oh i don't have time to read a book cover to cover you have people even some people that we may know personally who brag about oh i i've never read a book cover to cover in like 10 years 20 years or so, since since school and it's like, you should be embarrassed. Like anybody who's, anybody who's proud of not reading or anybody who says, you know, with glee that, oh, I don't have time to read books. You should hang your head in shame and be embarrassed. That's some embarrassing shit. And especially people who say that, oh, I've never been to the library. <laughs> libraries are for kids. I don't even have a library card. Oh, do libraries still exist? Y'all motherfuckers. Need- are
1: you trying to throw some shade at me? Yeah, I haven't been to a, I haven't been to a library in a long time, but I frequent Barnes and Nobles.
0: You see, the fact that you said that you asked that if I was throwing shade at you, that says more about you <laughs> yeah. than it does about I was saying, me. No, but you are
1: <laughs> also talking about other people as well. So All I'm right. like, wait, hold on, you, is you really throwing shade at me? I'm not. I, I, he was definitely
0: was. I mean, you know? I was, I was. I'm not going to front, but
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> and even in I always I I saved myself and I told you I was like, listen, I actually frequently go to Barnes and Noble, which. Which is good. I, I, sometimes I'd rather own instead. Of, I like having collections of shit. I,
0: I do too. So I'm like, I. And it's a library. <laughs> what's a li-
1: <laughs> you, you the, the emojis are right there. He's joking with you. He's joking with yeah.
0: you. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Because you know. Anyway, but yeah, but yeah. Fahrenheit 451. is a classic book. I do recommend reading it if you haven't haven't read it already. Um, also read uh, George Orwell's 1984. That's a good companion piece to this book as well. And uh, you, yeah, you did mention Ready Player One. You said you finished that? I did. Okay.
1: I did. Library's a free car. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to return nothing. I, go, I know. I'd rather just own it. I just like having collections and stuff. You I like to own stuff. Yes,
0: but you can still own stuff. When you go to the library, think of it as a free preview of the book. And if you like it, you can buy it. And have it in your collection instead of just buying it blind, and then like, oh, what? Oh, I don't like this book. I just spent all this That's money your for nothing. Free
1: box right there. Yeah, I do have a free
0: box of like stuff With that I'm...
1: many things that you just went ahead and bought blind.
0: A couple of couple of them. Like well, most. Well, well, uh, well. What what Carl is alluding to is I do have a box of uh, stuff that I intend to give away. Usually, like older movies, DVDs, and Blu-rays in my collection. Uh, most of the Blu-rays and DVDs in my collection, those are. I've upgraded since since then, so I've bought better editions of those movies. So, like for example, like Silence of the Lambs is in the box because I'm gonna buy the Criterion edition. That made it
1: into the Criterion collection.
0: Yep, and for Blu-ray, so I'm gonna get that.
1: I really would like to see you try to own every Criterion movie.
0: Oh, that's impossible. I can't do is that. Is it really impossible? <sighs> I don't have the money for all, every single film, and besides, I don't want every single film in the Criterion collection because there are there are a few stinkers, you know. But um. Ma Drive. Oh, Mulholland Drive is a modern classic. I, I just,
1: it's just, it, just, it was just way too weird for me. Maybe it's because I only have three. I've only seen three Criterions. Maybe I've seen other ones that that eventually went into the Criterion collection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But those three, yeah. I probably, if I had to rank them, yeah. I'll probably say Dress to Kill number one. Mm-hmm. Number two would be Tootsie. Yeah. And then, wait, Tootsie, a.k.a. original Juana Man. No. Do we really have to break it down?
0: No, we're not to break this down again. No,
1: we really have to break it down, and that's what it was. Whatever, man. That's what it was. Whatever. It was the original Juana Man. It was where Juana Man took his story. Whatever, man. Just switched it from acting to basketball.
0: Juana, Juana Man is an inferior film.
1: Okay, but it's still... Tootsie's still the original of it.
0: Whatever, man. The move on.
1: Version. And then Mulholland Drive, there.
0: Okay. I mean, Mulholland Drive, I, I love that film. It's my favorite film of it 2001. Just, it was
1: just way too weird for me. Stress to Kill stuck with the put they stuck with the plot, with a simple plot. Yeah. Same with um, Tootsie. Yeah. But then just. Mulholland Drive had a nice plot. Mm-hmm. But just all these all this extra shit that was just thrown in there for the sake of being weird not really
0: i mean the weirdness had a point i mean
1: what was the point of just old people just laughing and then they turn into freaking (laughs) little action little live action figures
0: well because at that point naomi watts's character was just you know hallucinating she was out of her mind you know she was having a nervous mental breakdown because the whole film, if you realize, it's is like, you look at Mulholland Drive as like two halves of the, of the same story. So the first half of the film is where it's like very Id- idyllic, like she's a aspiring actress and everything's working well for her. So it's like it's like the expectation. Then the second half is the reality where she's there not There was
1: nothing it. reality about midget.
0: No, like, no, like the reality of the situation was where she wasn't making it in Hollywood. It was her roommate and she was just like a hanger, hanger on. And-
1: Okay, so what was the whole silencio? Like, it just ended the movie as that, and I'm like, that's it? Yeah. Um, Like, there was no point in that at all. Like, they just go to the theater looking for something, and then they just see that, and they just start crying. mm -hmm. The whole thing had nothing to do with it. It was just there for the sake of being (laughs) weird. And you even admitted to yourself that, um, the director's name oh I, David Lynch David Lynch and I, was, and I was it was on the tip of my tongue too yeah. but he you even said he likes doing shit for the sake of being weird
0: he does sometimes and
1: there you go Mulholland Drive is full of that weird shit that he gets off of
0: hey at least hey all of it had a it had a point to it and I love that film and especially that one scene <laughs> you know what I'm talking about
1: oh and the two the, the lesbian, lesbian sex scene
0: yeah it was a work of art.
1: Was it your first one that nah. you ever seen? Nah, all right, this not will by any weird. means. Be yeah, alright
0: then. No, I, I like. You know, I, I just, I just like the, 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 the lighting, and I liked how it was filmed. You weren't paying attention to a goddamn guy. Shut up. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, man. I mean, you know, uh, you, you were mentioning Ready Player One. That was a mean segue. <laughs> how so, the hell did we get there? I have no idea. But you said you finished a book <laughs> yeah, of the book. Yeah,
1: yeah, I did finish the book. Um. I can it's a it it is good it is good it does drag in the middle that's why I took that very long pause mm-hmm. and um in between that I probably like read so many comics in between that time yeah so um you can see why it's getting the deal. got the movie deal that it did oh yeah so and the trailers look amazing
0: sure i admit if if, if it is visually yeah. appealing
1: so i'm a I'm going to hold off till uh, next week when we discuss Ready Player One. And speaking of Ready Player One, mm-hmm. we actually have a giveaway. Yes, we do. Nice small giveaway. So we're actually going to be giving away a copy of the Ready Player One book mm-hmm. and also a $25 um, gift certificate to GameStop. Mm-hmm. In order for... Go... <laughs> cool. It all you have to do is just go on iTunes and leave a five-star review this week. Hey, okay. That, and that automatically enters you in, and then next Tuesday, that's when we'll draw the winner.
0: Okay, so we'll draw them out randomly?
1: Yeah. Cool, I like that. One winner, so one winner receives both, so mm-hmm. leave us some five-star reviews.
0: Yeah, man. Cool.
1: And of course, Eddie heard. wait, I heard lesbian sex
0: winner. Uh... Yeah, um, we were referring to the movie Mulholland Drive. Matter of fact, Eddie, that should be the next movie you should rent or somehow. Get a copy of Mulholland Drive, watch that movie, let us know what you think.
1: I can five, I can <laughs> five minutes before you falls asleep. <laughs> or, five minutes.
0: Or you can fast forward to that scene. I don't know. Whatever. But, uh,
1: you probably just YouTube it.
0: I don't oh, know. If, you nah, YouTube, YouTube wouldn't have Google,
1: that. Google it.
0: Yeah. But um, speaking of movies, um, I did catch a really good one uh, uh, just the other day. Actually, no, yesterday. Actually, in fact, um, I, I can't. I, I don't know why it took me a month to get around seeing this movie, but I'm glad I did. I finally saw a Game Night in theaters, and uh, Game Night. I was the only person in the theater since it's been in the theaters in a, over a, for a month now.
1: Is that the two dollars theater? No, is he's probably two. No, it's not two dollars anymore. It's like. Three dollars
0: now. Three. Uh, no, it's still playing at uh, Showcase Cinemas. Okay. Yeah, so I finally saw Game Night, and uh, it's a fantastic comedy. It's a black comedy, uh, as in dark, dark comedy. Uh, oh, okay. Um, uh, it start. Did you say dark comedy? It's a it's oh, black comedy is also the same similar same term, but nowadays when you think black comedy, you think of like <laughs> think like a man or something. But it's a dark comedy Game Night, and it's directed by uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Uh stars Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams, uh Kyle Chandler, Billy Magnuson, uh, and Jesse Plemons. And it's a really it's a it's a uproarious and hilarious film and it um stars uh Bateman and uh, McAdams. They play this uh married couple who um who are they're both very competitive when it comes to game nights. All that they stage among game their friends. Fun. Yes. And speaking of which we will have to stage another game night among our among our circles soon. Right. Um so uh so uh Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams, they play this married couple Max and Annie, and uh they're very competitive game night players and uh they stay, they host game nights at their homes with their friends and uh one night uh 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 Max's older brother uh Brooks, played by Kyle Chandler uh comes onto the scene he's he's visiting and he's like this like this like highly successful venture capitalist douchebag and like he's basically a, a huge arrogant humble bragger and he like gives backhanded compliments to his younger brother uh played by jason bateman he's like oh you know someday someday i like to retire in, in a in a nice simple house just like this and max is like what do you mean by simple he's like yeah you know, like, like the house we grew up in like just very backhanded stuff like that and um He's always undermining Max at every chance he gets. And so uh and so one so one night when uh, Brooks comes back, he decides to uh, stage a bigger game night at his own house, which is like this really, you know, wealthy-looking uh wealthy-looking mansion uh, practically. And so Brooks decides, "Okay, instead of playing board games, let's up the stakes. So, let's have a game night where we have a murder mystery." And so and, let's, and we're going to make it as realistic as possible. And so so Kyle Chandler's character Brooks, he stages like this elaborate robbery where somebody comes in, he gets kidnapped, and then it's up to the rest of the rest of their friends to solve the mystery. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, shit gets real because two two uh, actual burglars come in and they start beating the shit out of Brooks, out of Kyle Chandler's character, and like the rest of the characters, they're looking at him like, oh my god, this is so realistic, this is awesome, and then he gets dragged off and kidnapped. And so this starts to become apparent that okay, this is real. Something something's going on here. And so it's up to uh, uh, Max and, and Annie and their friends to solve this mystery and to rescue Brooks. And uh, it's a it's a really hilarious comedy.
1: Um, nice little date night comedy.
0: Absolutely, and he, and and especially also a good one that you can watch among your friends, among your boys, for example. Like it's it's just so hilarious. And what's so cool about Game Night is that just, like, the little details, it goes above and beyond. Like, it, it's, it's way better than it had any had any right to be. Like, for example, like, little touches here, like, like film touches, like, for example, like, the opening credits, mm. like, how it shows, like, all the production logos, like, from Warner Brothers and New Line Cinema. Yeah. Like, they all, like, fall down, like, in front of the camera, like, like game pieces. So they're shaped like actual game pieces on a board. Mm-hmm. And, like, you have, like, establishing shots throughout the film where it shows, like, the different, like, neighborhoods and, like, um... It is it is this really unique uh camera effect where like like most of the frame is out of focus and like the like the house is like in focus but it has like the effect of like looking like a miniature on a set or like a miniature on a on a game board. And so I thought those like establishing shots throughout the film were really dope. Um there was also a, a long take throughout the film which t- involves this big chase throughout this mansion and like the camera's just like moving around from character to character. I, I thought that was hilarious um also also uh oh what were you gonna say
1: also pokes fun at michael douglas the game
0: yeah it does it does poke fun at um that, that's a film by david fincher uh have you seen the game by michael douglas with michael douglas it's a it's a it's an interesting film um what What was what was really funny about this film too was uh jesse Plemons, uh his character who plays this really creepy dead-eyed neighbor who who uh who uh, max and annie refused to invite over to their game nights because you know his wife left him and so like they it turns out that they they liked his wife more than him and so they have what
1: happens when you get a new relationship
0: yeah and so they have like they have like every excuse in the book not to invite him over so like in the beginning of this of the film like you see the, like, the, like they, you see him like at his mailbox. Jesse Plemons, and he has this white dog just petting him, and just, and he's just like so deadpan and so dead eyed. He's like, "Oh, so it looks like you're having another game night, right?" And then Jason Bateman's like, "Oh no, you know, we're, we're just, you know, it's just me and me and my me and Annie. You know, we're just gonna have a game night to ourselves." And then then uh, Jesse Plemons is like, I, "I see that you bought three bags of Tocitos. Oh well, um, there there's a, there's a three for one at the store." You know, you know, three for one deal, and then uh, J.C. Plemons is like, "Well, how does Frito Lay benefit from such a deal? It doesn't make much sense financially." And then like he's just like seeing through their excuse, and then like the camera's like slowly creeping up on him, and he's like, and it's just like so creepy and whatnot. And Jesse Plemons, man, he was awesome in it. And like, I won't say anything more about his character, but it it, it he definitely has like a really cool payoff. Um, oh, there's also a couple cameos which I won't spoil at all in the film and like the film is just like well written like the, the jokes always land and like it's well it's perfectly paced um even even the music score by cliff martinez he did this score for like drive and the neon demon it has like that part sitcom part horror movie flavor to it which kind of adds which makes the movie just that much more awesome so yeah this, this is all this is so much i like about this film and there's also um a running gag between the one black couple in the film, uh, played by uh, I think Laramie Morris and Kylie, uh, Kylie something or other, Kylie Bunbury, Bunber- Bunbury, yeah. And there's a joke that involves Denzel Washington, oh, Jesus. which which has an interesting payoff as well. So and also uh uh Billy Magnuson he plays a complete dumbass in this film like his character his character Ryan is so stupid when you look at him it's like okay how did you manage to survive this long why are you still alive that's how imbecilic his character is um, but yeah, there's so much that I love about game night and, um, it's still playing in theaters. I don't know if it's going to still be playing this weekend. If it is, I do recommend checking it out. If you haven't done so already, um, bring your friends, watch this film. It's definitely, uh, one of the big surprises of this year. And, um, I, m- I might, I might just add it to my, to the collection when it comes out on Blu-ray. On, yeah thank you uh so yeah check out game night it's still playing in theaters i really liked it it's a hell of a comedy all right yeah um yeah so that's that's pretty much it as far as the movies go and we do have some uh, news and headlines that we'll, we'll that we'll get into as well as well Let's get it. Yeah. So first headline here, uh, Fox has delayed The New Mutants and X-Men Dark Phoenix again. So some news here. Uh, The New Mutants uh, was originally scheduled to come out uh, this year on April 13th, but Fox pushed it back to February 22nd of next year. Now, the studio has delayed the release of the film once again, so The New Mutants this time is going to be coming out August 2nd, 2019. Um, Also, X-Men Dark Phoenix was also originally scheduled for release this November, but that's been pushed back to Valentine's Day of next year.
1: Excuse me. Well, um, you think the whole Fox-Disney merger has something to do with it?
0: I think it partially it has something to do with that, I think. Um, nothing's been confirmed, and also the Fox the Fox Disney deal hasn't been solidified yet. Yeah. So I think that might be have some, have something to do with that because maybe they're thinking about okay, maybe either Disney has some plans on maybe burning burning these films off so that way they can like reestablish the uh, X Men into the larger MCU for like the next phase post Avengers four. That's what I'm thinking. Or maybe they can find a way to integrate the current X Men universe into the oh, MCU, no. oh, which that timeline is
1: really confusing. Yeah, so I Apple think said so himself.
0: Yeah, so like I think they have to like like burn those films off and start from scratch. Well, I they think just
1: already released them just so they can get them out the way before. Because you know, I want to see New Mutants.
0: I do too and uh, with with the new mutants um that's directed by Josh Boone uh he uh, he said that the the film the reason why it's delayed is it says that it's going to include reshoots which cuz they're continuing to modify the story and they're going to introduce a whole new character that wasn't in the original cut of the film so they're going to have to you know and dark phoenix is hurry up and get it over with yeah i i i think i think with uh with fox I w- and plus more so with disney too i think they want they, they want to ensure like the best possible product like they don't they don't just want to like throw some stuff out there like like dceu does <sighs> but um but like they want to have some quality control <laughs> you know so so i i could see that but at the same time you know i mean i'm not i'm not looking forward to dark phoenix to tell you the truth because
1: i still never finished apocalypse
0: yeah, you're not missing anything with Apocalypse. I
1: know, anything. I know. I just, just I haven't finished
0: it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's not worth course. it.
1: The Phoenix Saga—that was my childhood.
0: Hmm. Yeah, with the X-Men anim- animated series.
1: Yeah. yeah. Choppy animation.
0: Yeah, the animation does not Wolverine hold up very well. Used
1: to well. curse like Joe Pesci and Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: man. That was, that was, that was great times. Yeah. But yeah. The
1: show was still good. Mm-hmm. No, Deadpool was in that. He was? Literally for like a quick flash.
0: Wow. I, I don't even remember him in that.
1: Like, it's like Wolverine was kind of like hallucinating and then you just see Deadpool walking towards him and then that's it.
0: Hmm. Oh, that must have You been can there. actually
1: YouTube that one three second clip.
0: hmm and uh John Hopnick just left a comment. What did he, what did he say? No, that
1: was actually Nick Thomas.
0: Oh, Nick Thomas.
1: Man, yeah. screw the DCEU. I flip hate them. <laughs>
0: hey, I don't blame you. I mean, DCEU only has one good film to their name and that's Wonder Woman. And uh it's going to be all rebooted with Flashpoint and then uh you know, John Hoponic's still clinging on to that dead horse, man. I, I like I said, you know, I, I I think I think I think John might come around at the end. I think so with Avengers Infinity War. He's and more
1: not. He's I, not. He's listen, he has stuck to being the supervillain for this long. Mm. Why not keep going?
0: No, I I think I, I think he's more not. so John's gonna have to admit because he has admitted to me that Batman versus Superman is terrible. And he has admitted on the podcast via the chat. So he there's hope for him yet. You bought man of steel. <laughs> No listen, it it was that was different. You know, that was that was way before Batman versus Superman came out and that was when Was well, it on Blu-ray? It was on Blu-ray. Is it over there? Nah I, I I mailed that to John. John has my copy. I sent I sent it to him. <laughs> if so.
1: anyone probably needs another fifty cl- characters, maybe then I'll enjoy it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean uh, the thing the thing is though, you know, the DCEU, it's 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 a sinking it's a sunken ship. Never mind sinking. And the only person that's giving that DCEU any life is Patty Jenkins with Wonder Woman. That's it. And with Flashpoint rebooting the whole franchise, you might as well just abandon Ship John and just hop on the Marvel train, man. Because because like I said, we 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 take pity on you, John. There's always room on the Marvel train. You can always come back home. You know. You 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 should know how it feels to have consistently good films every single time, like a Marvel fan does. You don't know that feeling. We we, we are willing to give you that feeling. Just come home, John. <laughs> Stop fighting. Come home.
1: Nick Thomas says Flashpoint is such a great read too. And DC and DCU is gonna fuck it up. For the life of me, I can't understand how DC shows shit all over the movies.
0: I agree. I mean, it'd be it'd be so hilarious if Flashpoint itself is a disappointment, and then D, then the DCEU ends up being worse <laughs> than it already is. I'm
1: just gonna let it happen.
0: Yeah, you know, just just let it happen. It's it's like watching the Undertaker come back to the ring. Listen, just just see, let it you happen.
1: Throw, you know, I don't throw <laughs> no shade to you. You always start shit. <laughs> I mean
0: it's it's I mean it's it's time because WrestleMania 34 is coming up and you know Okay,
1: we understand that and we have been there plenty of times. Mhm. We will be having a discussion in a couple of weeks. Yeah. With our fellow wrestling fantasy warfare heads. Mhm. That's going to be so hilarious. That is. Oh
0: my god. That is. I ran
1: into Brian Lopes, and he's like I'm ready. I'm ready. All
0: right. I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready too, man. We can't wait, man. But yeah, f- New Mutants. I can't wait for that. So hopefully, it'll turn out great. Um, and Dark Phoenix. Eh, we'll see it for the podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, some other some another interesting story here.
1: <laughs> what was this? And he says, "Do something." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the the John Cena poking Undertaker with a stick. Yeah, I I I, I agree. I mean, I, I will I will say that that whole... The
1: moment's going to be cool. Just the moment's going to be cool, but it's, the match is going to be horrible.
0: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, the whole buildup for that match has been terrible. I'm sorry.
1: You know what's crazy? Okay. Who would you rather take... Just bear with me on this. Yeah. Bray Wyatt or Cena?
0: In terms of...
1: Just overall.
0: Overall... I'm going to have to go with Cena.
1: You know, is that Bray Wyatt sold his match, his Undertaker, his WrestleMania Undertaker match, better than Cena is?
0: He, that's true. Yeah. Because like, Bray Wyatt was selling that his match with Undertaker by himself every yeah. week. Yeah, he did a better job.
1: And just like Cena is, too. It's just like... Yeah. You know what it is? It's because we just don't want it to happen.
0: We don't. And plus, like, you know... The, the the I mean his match with Roman Reigns was horrible, you know, and you know him coming back as most likely coming back as the American badass and Kid Rock's gonna probably sing his theme and that's why he's probably inducted in the Hall of Fame. Nah, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not too jazzed with it too. <laughs> Nick Thomas just left a comment yeah, he said I that saw it. like LeBron should do with his hair, just let like the Undertaker go WWE. Damn, Cole. I, I really
1: think it's more Vincent. Thi- Vincent
0: trip, yeah, I think it's
1: his more trip, it's more Vince. Mm. I like just he knows the Undertaker will sell.
0: I I know because people are still clinging on to that nostalgia train. That's like the, that's are, like the, the dark side of nostalgia. Are,
1: I'm just a fan. Like that's like I said, that's been my favorite wrestlers since I was a kid.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what Eddie.
1: You know it would be great if Taker didn't show up and come to find out WWE was just trolling the universe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would laugh hysterically if I that happened. I would too. Yeah.
1: I'm like, damn, you really didn't show up.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah,
1: good. Yeah. Just that, just that moment.
0: Just mm. don't ruin the moment. Yeah, you know. But hey, you know. But then
1: again, everybody else. Kind of... Well, Shawn Michaels didn't ruin his moment. Right. He had a great send-off. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been back to the ring since. That's right. If you don't count training, because that's what he does at the Performance Center right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's cool.
1: I think he should be doing more.
0: Yeah.
1: I think he's worth, he's worth more than that. I think, I think he's just happy with that.
0: Yeah. Um, he's had his time.
1: I forgot. Ric Flair actually wrestled a match after his great send-off.
0: Yeah. I think it was against Hogan. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In some oh hogan might be coming back
0: yeah there's been some talk about there's been some talk about hogan uh likely coming back soon to the wwe you know after those uh dropping the n-bomb and that whole sex tape controversy um
1: i guess it's like wdb trying to say you can resurrect from your mistakes and stuff
0: i mean then again you know um ultimate warrior you know yeah he came back and he was a raging homophobe before he died
1: i think if ultimate warrior was alive he'd be a trump supporter
0: absolutely without question he'd be on the trump ticket without a doubt um, yeah because because you know um for those who for those who aren't familiar like uh ultimate warrior like in the past he said some horrible comments especially about the the gay community he said something about like, oh, queering don't make the world
1: work. Yeah, so, something like that. What?
0: And then he actually wished that, and this is true, uh, Ultimate Warrior, at one point, he wished that Bobby Heenan died from cancer, from his throat cancer, which is a horrible thing to to say, especially the fact that Bobby Heenan just passed recently, I think last year. Yeah. So Ultimate Warrior, I mean, I, I, you know what? That just shows you that. That's, that just shows you the power of WWE's public relations machine. They can rehab just about anybody, almost anybody. Because remember, Chris Benoit, they can't do that. But, um, but yo, Ultimate Warrior was a horrible person in life. And he was rehabbed when he came back to the Hall of Fame. Uh, only like a few. Same thing with Hogan. He dropped an N-bomb. He'll, he'll likely call the new day well, a bunch yeah, of N-bombs I mean, again. A lot of
1: people can do that. Because Michael Hayes did too.
0: Yep, with to, to, Mark,
1: to Mark Henry.
0: Yeah. He did.
1: But he made that like, like, he definitely, like, he definitely, like, regretted. It. Like, one of the main things he's, and one thing he did say, and I always, and I will respect Michael Hayes for this, he's like, yo, I don't care about everybody else. As long as I got, as long as Mark Henry forgives me, mm-hmm. he was cool with that. Yeah. And Mark Henry's cool.
0: Yeah. So. But they
1: can't make, but they can't make, but they can't make Roman not suck.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good one, Eric. Boom. Good one, Eric.
0: Yeah, man. Um, Roman is just not the guy. And you know, you know what's gonna be funny though. Like, if if WWE if WWE b- booked their WrestleMania card in this way, if they booked AJ and Nakamura as the second to last match, and uh, it tears the roof roof off the place, you know, match of the year and all this, and then and then it segues to the Roman uh, Lesnar match, you will just see people just walking, filing out of the arena while that match is going on. That'll be <laughs> that will laugh my That's ass nice. off. Yeah, have a nice Adrian.
1: We'll get the roast session of a lifetime. Oh yeah, oh Kyle yeah. Kyle too. Kyle's on. The, he's on Roman's side too.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing: like, I don't hate Roman Reigns, but he's just not the face of the company. No matter what Vince McMahon says, I'm just I'm sorry. And plus, with Daniel Bryan coming, coming back,
1: back, forget it. Forget it. It's
0: like deja vu all over again. Because remember with Daniel Bryan, that that affected Roman Reigns' push, babyface yeah. push. Same thing now. Like Roman, I mean Daniel Bryan is basically he's over like God right now at this point, and as long as as long as Daniel Bryan maintains to remains manages to be injury free, then there's no way, no way people will buy Roman as a baby face as a top baby face. But,
1: uh, what about China? Why not? Why is she not getting any love? And all she did was make a porno.
0: Excellent point.
1: you would be surprised. Let me see. I, Sonny did some things. Mm-hmm. She's in the Hall of Fame. Yep. You no, know, they acknowledge China. This they're acknowledging China. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, like I watched the Empowered. Um, seri- yeah, that's one thing I did this week. I watched yeah. the Empowered documentary. Mm-hmm. It was they. You know they mentioned her.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, China deserves uh, to be recognized more. And and plus, like and plus, like there's a double standard too. Uh, to your point, Eddie. Like for example. Um, no, they're picky
1: and choosy That's just neat. There's it, <laughs> no. no
0: there, there was a double standard. Like, for example, Mike Tyson's in the Hall of Fame, and you know some of the dirt there that he see. did in his prime. So, there you go. Plus, like, and plus X Pac, you know, still he's respected not in. for. Well, he, I know he's not in yet. He'll, he'll eventually get in because he's, you know. Yeah, he. Cause
1: Steph he, mentioned China at that Roy anniversary in the ring when DX got together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. He yeah. Yeah, but again, it's going to be one of those, uh, what, if and when China does get into the Hall of Fame, it's going to be a bittersweet moment because it's like, damn, you could have inducted her while she was still alive.
1: She was trying to get that.
0: Yeah. Yep, she was.
1: As a matter of fact, one of the last photos that she was taking was her at Titan Tower, at WWE headquarters. Wow. Um, I'm old school. I call it the Titan Towers.
0: Yeah, it's still Titan Towers to me, too. <laughs> no lie. But yeah, um, some other- uh, Trump
1: is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah,
0: fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. If that orange fuckface can be in the Hall of Fame, <laughs> then you, that, that you know that just shows you. This just shows you. Okay, okay, three things. A, the WWE Hall of Fame is not legitimate because because of the celebrity ring alone. Two, because there's no voting body. Because it all boils down to whether or not you're cool with Vince McMahon. And three, there's no actual museum yet. I want. I am disappointed so, so on one it's, it's not a legitimate. about one thing About
1: this year's induction. You know, this is going to sound kind of weird, but usually they induct somebody who's dead. Mm-hmm. And everybody's alive. Thanks. I think this is like the first time since they've started televising them where everybody's alive. Hmm.
0: Let's see. the Goldberg, Dudley, Dudley Boys, Ivory, uh, Mark Henry, Hillbilly Jim, Jeff Jeff. Yeah. yeah everybody's <laughs> alive. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Man, that's a nice streak. But but yeah, we'll we'll talk a bit more about that Wrestle Wrestle Talk um, in, in a couple weeks ahead when WrestleMania weekend rolls it around. Still
1: time for them to die, <laughs> Jesus.
0: Uh, that's that's pretty grim. That's pretty grim. Oh, man. Um, go ahead,
1: What did Steven uh, Spielberg say about Netflix movies?
0: Yeah, there was a recent interview that uh, Steven Spielberg uh, uh, said about Netflix movies where. Um, where Spielberg he 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 did a recent interview with ITV News and he said, uh, "quote uh, Once you commit to a television format when it comes to Netflix movies, you're a TV movie. Uh, you certainly, if it's a good show, it deserves an Emmy, but not an Oscar." And so uh, Steven Spielberg Spielberg went on to say, "I don't believe films that are just given token nominations in a couple of theaters for less for less than a week should qualify for the Oscar nomination." And and Spielberg was talking about how you know how the The Academy, they're recognizing Netflix movies, uh, just in uh, even though they're technically TV movies because they don't right. get theatrical releases. Um, for those that, for, and also uh, uh, a workaround rule that uh, certain Netflix movies get around to qualify for the Oscars is if they have a theatrical run in a theater for one week, either in New York or Los Angeles or pretty much anywhere really, mm-hmm. then they can qualify. Because it's technically a theatrical a release then, but Spielberg is saying that well you know that's that's kind of undermining you know theatrical traditional theatrical movies, and plus like um in in that case Netflix movies should qualify for Emmys not Oscars.
1: No, I see he's got a point.
0: Yeah, and and he also says that um he also said that um uh. You know how streaming services like Netflix and Hulu, you know they're starting to they're starting to court more smaller films and more independent re- independent releases. As like as like movie studios, they're pushing more big budget, you know franchise movies, sequels, and all this ten pole releases basically. And so it's a case now where you have fewer filmmakers re- releasing independent and smaller movies in theaters. So they just like rely on Netflix to distribute their stuff, and. And um, at the same time, if those movies are really good and if they deserve like awards contention, then it's like okay, well, we'll just kind to have to spend extra money to like put this movie in the theater for one week or two, and then qualify for an Oscar or major awards. So, so it's 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 changing the game like kind of in like a slightly negative way. I can I can see in that respect, and also and, and also with that, uh, Spielberg um, also alluded to how the Cannes Film Festival uh, last year. Last year they had they had uh, two films from Netflix that debuted at the Cannes Film Festival. You had Mudbound and Okja, but um, because but because uh, the French film distributors they disagreed with the fact that Netflix was part of the film festival because they're not theatrical releases. Uh, the Cannes Film Festival established a new rule s- stating that any film that doesn't have the- have a theatrical release does not get into the to, does not get into the Cannes Film Festival. It, c- it can't compete. Right. So Netflix movies are automatically disqualified. Um, with, with his comments, I think that um, there is something, he does have a point where technically they are, they're, they're still films, but they're more TV films because they're right, not yeah. theatrical. And also I do see with Netflix like pumping so many original films now more than ever, there's a lot of bad Netflix movies out there. Like you do have to like dig down deep for like the good stuff. And and there's like there's a there's a lot that's like fair to middling, and there's there's and there's some outright bad ones too, like Bright. So, yeah, w- with that, I think I think Netflix really it's like Netflix is quantity over quality, and I can see how. Like, yeah,
1: they they just have better like comedy specials and yeah and TV shows because I still have yeah. yet to see like a bad Netflix show.
0: I heard there's some bad ones. I ha- oh, I haven't seen a bad one. Fist. Oh, Iron Fist is trash. And Defenders was all right. Mediocre. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I I, I do agree with Spielberg to a point. I mean yeah. I, I I think it's unfortunate now that it's harder for Well t-
1: times has changed, so it was like I think it's just they still just mm-hmm. times have changed mm-hmm. it's time to change with the times. So, mm-hmm. it's, like, maybe they just need to, like, now that they have these all, all these streaming services, they really need to just look into the, um they need to, like, just really look into it and just kind of change up the rules a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, try yeah. to make it, you know, make it fair for everybody, I guess.
0: Yeah. And plus, like, at the same time, I can see the slippery slope because if you do uh if if you do allow netflix films to qualify for major film awards mm-hmm. even in, and without the theatrical release window then that would allow other t v movies to bypass or maybe the just Emmys. To just have and the say,
1: yeah well, the oscars just have um best best streaming category a uh, couple of them
0: oh best streaming film
1: yeah best streaming film hmm. best streaming cinematography whatever i mean okay. and they'll just Put it in the awards that nobody that they don't show on TV.
0: That could, I mean, that that could work. You know, if it that, if that was developed a little more, that 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 could have so some potential. I'm just
1: throwing a suggestion out yeah. there. They don't have to take it.
0: Yeah. Um. But I will say that like like it's a slippery slope where like other networks can instantly qualify for the Oscars. Like for example, HBO could qualify for their TV movies, yeah. like ABC and etc. So
1: I'm um, just maybe just come up with a new. The Stream Awards,
0: yeah, like a streaming awards, or maybe Netflix can establish like a a theater chain of their own, like maybe for like exclusive movies that in for their theaters, and then like goes on Netflix like maybe two months later or something like that.
1: No, I don't think they want to do because they have they have a great formula as it is, so it's like they don't want to break they don't want to break something that they don't want to fix nothing something that's not broken. Right. So yeah, maybe yeah, just saying maybe like. They can all get to somebody. Can just come up with an award show for just for
0: streaming movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Eddie says that the uh, Netflix is gonna kill the thea- theater experience. Um, I disagree. Not yeah, because it's um, like
1: there's still like ex- exclusive. You know, there's still movies that are just coming out in the theaters, and just some are just coming out on Netflix.
0: Yeah. Yep. Like for example, um, that movie. Wait, oh. No, I... Yeah, for example, that movie Annihilation, which I talked about a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. You did, yeah, that came out here in theaters, but it's on Netflix on, in other countries. Oh, really? Yeah,
1: I know Fresh Prince is on Netflix in England. Oh wow, but we don't have it.
0: No, it's on Hulu though, right? Nope. Damn, it's got it's got to be on there. It Needs to be. <laughs> mm. But But uh, speaking of a movie, speaking of a, a the theater experience, um, just one headline here: Movie Pass. Uh movie pass has lowered its subscription fee once again. So uh, last month the company lowered its monthly fee from 995 to 795. So this week, movie Movie Pass has lowered its price to $6.95 per month with a one-time processing fee of $6.55. So y'all motherfuckers got <laughs> no excuse. Six Fair six,
1: said, I just don't go to the movies often like
0: that's that's all right. I don't. That's all right though because six ninety don't five don't a month.
1: Go by myself.
0: No th- no no. Listen. I don't. L- irrelevant. Listen. I do. Six six ninety five a month. You can go. You can even see evening shows, which are which are twelve, $12. fifty. You can see it for six ninety five for free. You're seeing movies for free. Get that movie pass, son. Get that movie pass. And like, hey. I'm just an avid fan. Yeah,
1: you are. Eddie yeah. says, "Fuck Hulu and Netflix. Jailbroken Fire Stick all day." <laughs> oh
0: man. Nah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I do not support the bootlegging train. I do um,
1: not. Star Wars. The did de-
0: these the, the specialized the editions? editions? That's 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 the lone exception. That's the lone exception to the rule.
1: I'm pretty sure you made exceptions before.
0: Nah, but um. But yo, movie pass for six ninety five y'all cast got no excuse. yo listen six ninety five is way less than a typical movie movie ticket in the daytime. Daytime movie tickets are like I think uh nine fifty or ten dollars, I think, but yo six ninety five and even if you see like one movie a month, it it pays off. It really pays off. and yo you can see you can see you can see bad movies in the theater with no regrets as a matter of fact, thanks to movie pass this Friday uh, this weekend, I plan on seeing Tyler Perry's acrimony with movie thanks to movie pass
1: Eddie says, "I got kids who has the time who, who the hell has time to sit down for two hours?
0: You sit down for two hours watching a movie at home Yeah, but he's with his kids but so. You're you're still spending the time technically sitting down, kid or no kid. So just get the movie pass. He has a he has a newborn. Okay, well, <laughs> you know, but 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 yeah, it's
1: and it's, his and his second youngest is gonna be the WWE champion.
0: Word.
1: No, that kid is is <laughs> a certified like wrestler fanatic. Like he plays Russell. I've seen him. You know. He plays wrestling with him. He even mm. sells. You throw a punch on him, he'll sell it.
0: Wow! Hey, he's got a knack for the business. Hey, NXT, I'll WWE. I
1: will start teaching him how to take bumps <laughs> at an early
0: age. Nah, don't don't start him too early, man. At least on a bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like on, on an actual ring man? Nah, 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 killing him. But nah, yes, he that
1: that can wait till he's like thirteen.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's when like a lot of wrestlers train around that age too. Yeah, but yeah, MoviePass, get it. And again, I do not own stock in MoviePass. I'm just a passionate fan. Okay. Um, another headline here, since we're talking about Netflix. Uh, Gina, Gina Rodriguez, she's going to star in a in a live action Carmen Sandiego film for Netflix. Uh, in addition, she's also voicing the character in, in an animated Carmen Sandiego reboot series this year for
1: Netflix. Uh, I'm interested in seeing that because I used to watch the game show all the time. I did too. I geography became one of my best subjects because of that show.
0: Mm-hmm. So and the anime, the cartoon. I Salimor watched it cartoon?
1: too. I watched it too. Finn Wolfhard's going to be in it too.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Hey, you know, that's that's pretty cool. And plus it has educational value, you know, for the kids learning about the world, geography. So I give it a thumbs up. Um, Also, we got uh, some Deadpool news here. Uh, We haven't talked about the trailer yet, though, but we'll get into that. Uh, Donald Glover's Deadpool TV series has been canceled before it even started. Uh, Last May... Uh, FX signed a 10-episode deal for an adult animated Deadpool series which was going to be written and produced by Donald and Steven Glover, which would all, who would also serve as showrunners, but now FX has scrapped that project, citing creative, creative differences. Uh, the, Glo- the Glovers, Marvel, and FX all mutually agreed to part ways. Uh, according to Deadline, uh, the cancellation was due to complications stemming from Disney's pending purchase of Fox. Uh, so until the acquisition uh, acquisition is official uh the deadpool series would have to be done with another fox production entity so in that case you know there's too much work to be done so from a business standpoint it can't be done uh so too bad that uh, the donald glover's deadpool series isn't going to see, see see the light of day but we did get a deadpool 2 trailer which dropped this week which is fire
1: it is it is, but there's one thing I'm disappointed in. What's that? Terry Crews is not playing Bishop. Darn, who's he he's playing? He's in the movie, but mm-hmm. he's. Oh, I was. Just, I looked at. It, I looked it up earlier, and I forgot his name.
0: Uh.
1: He's playing. Bedlam.
0: Bedlam. Okay um and uh deadpool 2 it has confirmed that it's gonna feature the x-force or the uh establishing of that team and uh i'm looking forward to it man you know i don't we still don't know much about the story and we don't need to until it comes out uh in may
1: yeah, you got the premise here
0: uh you don't need to read the premise okay um the less said the, the less said the better um josh brolin looks badass as cable
1: yeah he looks like he's nailing it he got a four he has like a four movie deal
0: i believe so yeah yeah so with with uh fox or was it with marvel no uh, it has to be fox it makes sense
1: yeah but yeah because it's for the role of cable
0: yeah oh that's what's up so yeah man um deadpool 2 coming out um the first the first film is still great
1: and deadpool 3 is already in development of course
0: of course, you know, uh, you know Ryan Reynolds, man. That was the film. That was a role he was born to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the bad one, and, <laughs>
1: and or in
0: X Men Origins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know John Haponic likes X Men Origins Wolverine. I believe it. Yeah.
1: I, I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah, it's 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 so weird. But yeah, Deadpool 2, man. Looking forward to it, man. Zazie Beats has Domino. Yeah, freaking blind
1: L. Leslie Elgams <laughs> is blind L is nailing it. Yeah. I'm like I had to um I actually downloaded a di- the digital copy of the first Deadpool onto my phone. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm freaking just in the just sitting around just dying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Leslie Ugins. I'm glad that I'm glad that she's doing her thing. She yeah. Is. Yeah, and that reminds me, I got to get back to watching Empire. Right.
1: Yeah, I think the new season starts
0: tomorrow. tomorrow. Well, not the new season, the the mid season. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've I stopped at the episode where he where Lucius spoil like spoilers regains his memory.
1: Yeah. So it's like yeah. I'm. Uh, I think I just need to watch one more before it
0: happens. Yeah. So. do that tomorrow. Yeah. So I'll catch up on that eventually. Um, and lastly, to wrap up all the headlines here, there's a rumor, wrestling rumor. That Bray Wyatt's character is likely to be repackaged following the uh, ultimate deletion match from Raw last week. So, uh, for those who missed it, uh, Bray Wyatt was thrown into the lake of reincarnation. So, with that is a rumor that Bray Wyatt may reemerge from the lake of reincarnation as Woken Wyatt. Yes. Or no. Husky Harris. <laughs> Husky Harris 2.0. Huh. I would love to see that.
1: John upon it says, Leif Schreiber was the was awesome in Origins. First thirty minutes was great. After that, it's a fun popcorn movie."
0: Yeah, uh, John, I agree, except you're wrong, and uh, it's not a fun popcorn movie. In fact, it was rather trash. Uh, Will I am was miscast in his role. Uh, also, I forgot uh, he was in the movie. Yeah. Uh, also, Taylor Kitsch, you know, as Gambit, he was there. He was just there. I
1: think he looks better. I think he could have had a better
0: mm-hmm.
1: presence. Yeah, but I still, I still would take him over um, Channing Tatum. Mm, yeah, I think,
0: I think Taylor Kish deserves a, another chance at being uh, yeah. you know, the it guy. Also, um, X Men Origins Wolverine features like those cartoon, cartoonish, fake-looking adamantium claws.
1: Okay, so there's time. For- well, we're not gonna see those anymore. Yeah. Well, we're X Men. We're X Twenty Three coming
0: yeah and and plus like come on uh ryan reynolds deadpool that was booty absolute how booty. It just... yeah so i mean i I, it still mystifies me how john can like that movie and and, and, and diss the mcu films it, it, it just mystifies me but hey hey you, you there's no accounting for taste as as they say but yeah, Bray Wyatt, what do you think about him uh being repackaged as a woken Wyatt?
1: The thing is he just needs he needs the Wyatt family. That was the only way his gimmick was working.
0: Well, that and he needs uh more wins. He needs to be a bigger threat than he than he is. Yeah,
1: they softened they did soften him up.
0: Yeah. You know, I would You think it's
1: possibly a punishment because of what he's doing with Judge? <laughs> <laughs> No, it should be. it will be very hypocritical. Bro.
0: Yeah, I think I think Bray Wyatt does need a reboot. Um, I I think get rid of the whole. No, no, let
1: him disappear for a grip. Yeah, and then just come back like with a vengeance. Yeah, I, I would say... and just get a nice good win streak going.
0: Yeah, like I would say, like let 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 Bray Wyatt disappear for a year, just one oh, that's year. Too long. No, just one year. Have him repackage his whole image, have him re- reconfigure his his style in the ring comes back as a completely different character a few months
1: because all that's really going to do a year is just to a year is like literally just waste of money at this point I
0: think they, they can like have like little illusions here and there, kind of similar to like how sting well then again sting was on nature every week when he was like feuding with Hogan and he didn't say a word he was in the rafters but I'm like, like like something something does shake shake it up because like his character is stale and is a joke.
1: He needs the he needs the family. Yeah, he's just much more dominant.
0: Or oh, I have I have the perfect the perfect gimmick for Bray Wyatt, IRS 2.0. Don't shut up. <laughs> yes. Don't do that. The tax man is coming. Don't do
1: that. I, I've met his father. Father's a really nice guy, by the way. <laughs>
0: Mike Rotunda. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very nice guy.
0: Follow. Follow. The W 2s
1: file your taxes. Yes. Tax, no, you can't do that. Only him can do
0: that. Yeah, like a a, a creepier version. No, <laughs> yeah, now you're just talking. Stupid. Yeah. Or 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 have him team up with his brother Bo.
1: Nah, they didn't want that. To-
0: yeah, I don't know.
1: They did. They didn't want that to. They. I don't even think Bo wanted that.
0: Yeah. Eddie says a uh, reform money, money inc. inc.
1: Nah. A <laughs> couple years too late.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And plus, I think Teddy Bass' son, I think he's retired from wrestling. Yeah,
1: he's done. He's doing more, like, philanthropic work.
0: Oh, that's what's up. Good for him. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it for all the headlines and stuff this yeah. week. So are on to
1: question of the week?
0: Yes, let's hear all it. All
1: right. Uh, last week's question of the week. What should be the next Marvel Netflix series? We actually got a lot of good responses for this one.
0: Okay. Let's hear it.
1: So, um... Nick Quatrini says on Facebook, "Hmm, very good question. I heard Moon Knight was next, but maybe I'd like to see Wolverine and Kitty Pride or Rogue or someone someone that has been in stuff but he but yet not very well known like Morbius the Vampire mm-hmm. or more from X-Men or Rick Jones from the, and the Hulk." Okay. Hmm. Jim Savar says none.
0: <laughs> well then again jim uh, jim savard shout to him um he doesn't watch the netflix marvel series yeah, I don't think he does, yeah. all
1: right so on instagram instagram iceman 85 says they should just turn fantastic four into a series i think that would be a turn that would turn out better than them than them rebooting the movie i i,
0: I can dig that yeah, um, like set it in the 1960s to make it a period piece. I I think it's better suited for that time period, at least in my opinion.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I think they can do something for this for this lineup.
0: Hmm.
1: Maybe. Um. Random Ramblers with Rob. Shout out to him. We was just on his show, this show this week. Uh yep. He'll be putting it out real soon. So as oh, soon yeah. as that get, as soon as that comes out. We'll like we'll um put it on our feed so y'all can check that out. We had a really good time with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, he says blade. Yeah, man.
0: A blade, a blade series. That- D- don't recast sticky fingers
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> he just had the look. Yeah,
0: he did. He did have the look. Not gonna lie.
1: Um, Spock of Summer says, "Hmm, oh, that was it."
0: Okay, he didn't think of
1: anyone. Anyway. <laughs> Jessica concussion says a young Nick Fury. Okay. I think I can... You know what? I think that's a role I could play. I want that Marvel money. Uh, I want that Marvel money.
0: Sorry, man.
1: Let me bulk up a bit. You know, <laughs> rookie rookie Nick Fury?
0: Yeah. do it. No, take some acting classes. You'll be good. Yeah.
1: yeah. I can do it. I appreciate your... Sarcasm. <laughs> John Aponic says Blade seems like a logical fit into fit into that world. Yeah. I'd also love to see maybe a less developed character like Echo from Daredevil or White Tart or White Tiger, mm-hmm. uh, Angela De- Angela Del Toro. Okay. And uh, Chen Zamundo says Colossus.
0: <laughs> yeah, Colossus. Yeah. yeah, he they're doing a good job with him in the, in Deadpool. the Deadpool movies. Yeah, yeah. but uh.
1: How about a Black Widow series? I think she's getting her own movie, right?
0: Yeah, uh, they're still they're still in the planning stages of a Black Widow movie.
1: I know Hawkeye wanted a Netflix series.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Jeremy Renner wanted to do that.
0: Yeah, that that could work actually. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: just like I just like how the Netflix series are like they're dark and they're they're the street level,
0: mm-hmm. the yeah. street level heroes. Yeah, yeah, and, and the Hawkeye could be street level too, kind of similar to the comics, from what I understand. Good work, yeah. I like that.
1: So this week, all right. What is your favorite post-apocalyptic movie?
0: Mm. post post-apocalyptic movie. Uh, oh man. Let me. Well, how come nothing comes? Uh, l- l- let me. Let me look it up real quick. I, I
1: figured you would have threw. Uh, I'm kind of surprised you haven't yelled this one out yet.
0: Uh, which one was that?
1: Mad Max Fury Road.
0: Oh, Mad Max Fury Road is 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 a modern classic. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Close to it? Um, I, I love Mad Max Fury Road. If you haven't seen it yet... Um,
1: I think it's on HBO Go.
0: It's on HBO Go. Uh, beautiful cinematography. Yeah, awesome PA, direction. Mad Max. Hey, there, there you go. Mad Max Fury Road. But I want I want to say something different. Than, than Fury Road. Because okay. I think Fury Road is, a, is the easy answer. So um, I'll I'll leave it to you while, while I look it up.
1: Oh, I already have mine. Uh, which one is that? Book of Eli. Really?
0: Book of Eli. I really
1: enjoyed that movie. I really enjoyed that movie. Hmm. Like he has the last known Bible. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he was like, oh, Spirit just told me to go west. Yeah. And then you got Gary Oldman's crazy ass trying to get to it, trying to get a hold of it. Mm-hmm. And he does. Well, spoiler alert. Yeah. Then he does, and it turns out the book was in braille. Mm -hmm. Denzel was blind the whole time, Mm -hmm. and he had it memorized.
0: Yeah, he did. I remember I watched it in theaters uh, with uh, with Arison, Jerome, (laughs) Um, yeah, and 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 a couple other couple other friends, and I I enjoyed that movie. That was actually underrated. It was actually directed by the Hughes brothers really yeah they did um dead presidents oh okay and um from hell which was was wasn't very good um i was going i was going to say the road but the road i didn't really like too much it was really depressing even for me um um i i hear that the book is actually better i actually have it i haven't had a chance to read it but my i would say like my favorite post apocalyptic movie um. Besides Mad Max: Fury Road, I'm gonna put it on the same level. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer is dope. Takes place on a on a train that that travels throughout the throughout the world, mm-hmm. and like each 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 train car is like representative of like one segment of society. Chris Evans is, is is the main actor, and yo he he yo he 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 brought it. Yo, that was one of his a really good acting performance. All right. Damn good movie. If you haven't seen Snowpiercer, watch that alongside Mad Max Fury Road. Awesome double feature. Great date movies.
1: Okay. All right. So that'll be yeah. on our social media within a day or two, and I promise I won't be late with it. Mm-hmm. Um, where can you find us?
0: Uh, you can find us. You can find all of our episodes on Facebook Live, as well as SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play you can uh, also hit us up with that five star review on iTunes. I
1: automatically signs you that automatically enters you to our giveaway so mhm a copy of Ready Player 1 and a $25 gift gift card to GameStop oh, it yes. can be yours. All oh, you got to yes. do is just leave a five star review. Yep. Contest already started now so.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh you can also find us on uh Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And that's it.
1: Yeah, everywhere.
0: Yeah, pretty much everywhere. Google us. You'll find us.
1: Yeah, there'll be, There's going to be a lot more to come this year. Mm-hmm. And, um, it? Oh, and next week, uh, we'll be going over. We'll be getting to a spoiler-filled review of Ready Player One.
0: Yes. Uh, Ready Player One comes out this Friday. Um, highly anticipated movie. It's gotten some good early buzz so far. Uh, hearing, yeah. yeah, for the most part. Um, I'll check it out um like I said I'm not not the biggest fan of the book but hopefully the movie might win me over uh, I'm keeping an open mind good yeah all right yeah man so once again thank you all for watching uh, tune in next Tuesday we'll catch you on the flip peace out nerds
1: later